Hi there, and welcome to The Works. I'm Ben Chang. And I'm Ben Peltier. In our studio today, what happens when you mix the Paraguayan influence with jazz? You'll find out if you stay around and listen to the music of violinist and guitarist Yanis and Orlando Bonzi. We'll also be looking at the work of veteran Austrian artist Zina Helsner, whose new exhibition, Look Left, Look Right, adds a cross-cultural layer to her often enigmatic and cinematic paintings. And we have exhibitions devoted to the Parisian influence on Chinese art. The French glass sculptor Jean-Michel Otoniel and the unusual landscapes of photographer Ryan McGinley. All that coming up, but first, running until July the 8th in Oil Street is an exhibition called Reflection, in which three groups of artists use the ideas of reflection to meditate upon Hong Kong's changing cityscape. <laughs> 其實正反這個展覽我構思的時候是在看一件事情 其實他的作品已經正正是為由街實現第二組作品就叫做白沙 其實就介紹了一九四九年至五四年出現過一段時間的公園但我們使用的手法是相對比較當代我們用了不同的投影的科技或者是用一些電腦的控制裝置這個金皮是一個容器它盛載著的是一口鹹容器和裏面盛載著的東西是互相融合的我們的城市其實也是一個容器包含著了裏面來自世界不同的人這個是給大家一個反思的想法一方面香港的繁榮很快的步伐很多
。咁點樣喺裏面攞一個正反嘅平衡呢？誒、嗯，點樣喺裏面誒攞、呃、一個大家都覺得可以安穩喺度生活到嘅環境呢？譬如嚟到越遠嘅話，其實我哋可能都係通過一啲反射，通過我哋誒呢啲嘅鏡面點樣去再體會一啲誒即係個人思考咁樣啦。但係點樣將藝術帶到俾公眾，而嗰個切入點係可以有幾唔同嘅？咁譬如有 Leandro 呢個作品啦，咁係非常之容易帶動到個觀眾、呃、就算佢可能對於藝術本身誒嗰、呃那個認識唔多嘅，但係佢哋都可以排隊排一個鐘頭去玩咁樣。咁誒呢個係一個角度。Austrian artist Zinia Hausner is known for her paintings of women that look almost like scenes from a movie. They leave the viewer speculating on the relationship or the emotion between the characters in the paintings. Her new Hong Kong exhibition, Look Left, Look Right, adds another layer of enigma as she focuses on the relationship between East and West. Xenia Hausner might live in Europe, but she says she's infatuated with Asian culture. She loves traveling to Hong Kong and to China to observe and to paint. East meets West is not just the theme of her exhibition, it's also describing her own interests. Look left, look right stands, of course, for look east, look west. And the idea came to me when I was crossing the street here in Hong Kong. I saw these signs on the street, and of course, look left, look right, you can read that in England as well, but it was now written here, of course, with Chinese signs. And I thought it's a, it's a wonderful formula to express this dialogue that I'm kind of doing a research about. It's a dialogue between East and West. I love to travel here in Asia and in China. And um, I notice differences or things that are in common and especially very strong contrast. I love Asia. Uh, in, for, my, for the eyes of a painter, Asia is a challenge and uh, there is so much going on on the street. You see so many colors. I mean, I, my paintings are colorful. Maybe this has to do with it somehow. Um, it's uh, fascinating and there are, you know, this is Europe, it's much more quiet. I think the future is female, really. <laughs> This is what it's going to be. No, um, I'm for, I mean, the females in my paintings, they are, so to say, they stand for my, mankind. Uh, it's um, maybe not so much a feministic issue in my paintings, but rather that I have chosen female human beings to represent the world in my paintings. It's not about lesbian, it's ridiculous. No, uh, even in this painting where these two girls are kissing, it's a kind of a poetic situation. It's, it's not about, it's never about sex. It's, it's uh, more about feelings, longing for love or for, you know, having, it's more a sentimental journey really, in a way. These two girls are actresses, by the way. They played it as a part.
Hasner initially studied stage design and has created sets for more than a hundred productions. In 1992, realizing she'd rather work independently than discuss and compromise, she became a painter. To her, it's a matter of freedom. Painter and stage designer are different disciplines, but her former occupation still plays an important role behind the scenes. There's a scene that I, you know, have in mind, and then there's, I, I do a lot of things in my studio to do this, to reconstruct a certain scenery. Like in Cage People, in this painting Cage People, these are two art students that I squeezed into this little box in the studio. I don't know why people do not smile in my paintings, but of course in every painting the personality of the painter is seen as well. So, I mean, maybe I'm a darker personality, I don't know. I, no, I cannot tell you. I don't even want to uh, rationalize everything, you know. I, it just so happens and that's the way it is, so. Maybe I'm a somber character. <laughs> Welcome back. Hong Kong's been so inundated with art from all over the world in the month of Art Basel that it's been easy to miss some of the interesting exhibitions on in our local galleries. You've just a few days left to see three exhibitions at the Dessart Gallery and the Gallery Perrotin that end just this Saturday. In the early 20th century, many Chinese artists went abroad to study, and a favorite destination for many of them was Paris. The Dessart Gallery's current exhibition examines the influence of those journeys on Hong Kong and Chinese art. Gallery Paratin is currently showing both the feng shui-based monumental sculptures of French artist Jean-Michel Othoniel and the unusual landscapes of New York-based photographer Ryan McGinley in vertical color of sound. The exhibition marks the 50th anniversary of the beginning of diplomatic relations between the People's Republic of China and France. On show are 15 masterpieces from the first and second generations of Chinese artists to live and work in Paris from 1919 onwards. The exhibition reveals how the two generations took their own routes to modernity. The style between the difference between the second and the first and second generation, the style of the first generation is very figurative, very realist. That was the purpose of these artists, was to go to Paris and paint realist pictures. And they wanted to learn the new Western techniques. So the work that you see here are all figurative. Like Panulan, she walks after the subject. They were able to sketch drawings after the nude model, which was very new for China. Nudity in China was reserved for medical pictures or for erotisms, but not for art pictures. That was a very, very new thing for them. And this is what they brought back to China at the time. The second generation, they were right into the abstraction. At the time, in the post-war era in France, abstraction was king. You know, some of them, earlier on, like Zaouki, was influenced by Paul Klee, but in the late 54, 
just decided that I'm a Chinese artist, I'm going to go back to my roots, and then created his own work. Same with Tangawan. I mean, Tangawan came first to Paris to be a doctor. But the first thing he did was to go to a museum and enroll to the art school and became an artist because this is what he wanted to do. But he kept working with Chinese ink paintings and created the first Chinese ink abstraction. So that's the big difference between both of them. I mean, when you see the, Sanyu, the two Sanyu paintings in this show, uh, the leopard and uh, the uh, sparrows here, um, you see the modernity in these works. These are, I mean, like the Sanyu leopard, he used abstract backgrounds and then used the back of his, the tip of his brush and just etched the drawing within the paint. That was very new at the time. And his background is very abstract, it's not even finished. And that's very, very new, and I think it has to do with his Chinese background. So for that, they really brought some modernity into their works. Orlando Bonzi is an Italian-Paraguayan composer and guitarist who has been based in Hong Kong for four years. Since he arrived, he's played with most of the best-known figures on the local jazz scene. Just a few days ago, he and his wife, violinist Yanis Jung Bonzi, came to our studio. Orlando and Yanis, welcome to the program. Uh, you have a very unusual lineup here, guitar, violin, and uh, as well you do vocals. Uh, that, that's not the typical sort of chamber music that we're used to hearing. Um, do you have, have a difficult time finding repertoire, or do you write your own stuff? Well, we, we get, we, we, we was needing a little bit of time to make it mature, the, the idea, so we was rehearsing and playing and trying repertoire, yeah. We play uh, a little bit of Brazilian music as well, and some of our, basically we, we uh, our, our, our song is a little bit folky, like a folky Paraguayan music, South American feel with jazz and with a, a little bit of classical as well. Yeah. Um, now, in terms of live performances, if people want to see what you guys are up to, uh, is there a way for them to follow you either on the internet or just catch you live in town? Yes, we have a group name called Symbiosis Strings. Um, and we have a website and a Facebook page, <laughs> so yeah. Can we convince you to play a song here in the studio? The name of this song is a Little Bird. It's the first songs actually I composed in Hong Kong, and actually I composed it in Tamli, and we <laughs> was trying guitars in Tamli. He got inspired by an expensive nah, acoustic guitar. I, I, <laughs> I got inspired by her. Uh -huh. She's very, you know. Well, um, did you get the guitar in the end? Mm. No, <laughs> I buy another. 
<laughs> well, I but, like much better. But you got the lady right, so <laughs> it all worked out. Yeah. Thank you.